Welcome to Far North Tokers. This is episode 139, May 26th, 2019, with your host, Nate Toker. Thank you all for listening. Today's episode, Memorial Day. Who else am I going to bring on for Memorial Day other than Pearson Crosby? Previous guest, veteran Alaskan advocate for humans, specifically focusing in on veterans with a dash of cannabis. Thank you to my brother, father, and my papa for serving. Thank you to all the veterans kept the dream of liberty alive. Token sponsors, AK Canaed, Frizen Farms LLC, Dream Dreams Cultivation, Alaskan Blooms, and Alaska Puffin on the Go. Thank you for sponsoring the podcast. Pearson Crosby. Hello. Well, hey, Pearson. Welcome to Far North Tokers. How's it going? Good. I was going to do a Memorial Day show, and I'm thinking, well, who should be my guest? And guess whose name pops into my head immediately? Uh, I don't know. Who's? Patton. Patton was who came in. And since I can't have Patton on the show, I guess we'll have Pearson Crosby. Oh, man. Yeah, I guess that's a good one. <laughs> so, yeah, General Patton would definitely be uh, much cooler to talk to than me. <laughs> he definitely smoked. Coming over here, that was a very great lesson. The first four hours, we passed over a destroyed land. Utterly destroyed. You who have not seen it do not know what hell looks like from the top. That's what Germany looks like. That's what Austria looks like. That's what any place that the 8th Air Force and the 3rd Army worked on looks like. You must remember this. That from Brest to various towns in southern Germany and Austria, whose names I can't pronounce, but whose places I have removed. (laughs) The trail of the 3rd Army and the 19th Tactical Air Command and the 8th Air Force is marked by more than 40,000 white crosses, 40,000 dead Americans. And Far North Tokers would like to thank Good Cannabis for sponsoring the podcast. Friday and Saturday, 10 to 11, Sunday through Thursday, 10 to 10, 356 Old Steeze Highway, Fairbanks, Alaska, 907 452 Five four six three. Good cannabis. Here's token. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under its influence. There are health risks associated with the consumption of marijuana. For use only by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children. Marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding.
Hello. Aurora Apothecary CBD Superstore located in downtown Fairbanks. Aurora Apothecary CBD Superstore located downtown Fairbanks provides families, people, and pets with a wide variety of products from Mother Nature. We carry brands like Renew, Green Roads, Creating Better Days, CBD Plus Oil, and Select. Aurora Apothecary, 2nd Avenue, Fairbanks, Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. 456 Hemp. That's 456-4367. Aurora Apothecary, your CBD superstore for pets and people. Have a wonderful day. Memorial Day. Yeah, Memorial Day. <laughs> I, I think uh, I always feel weird when I hear people say Happy Memorial Day. I guess it's a time to remember the fallen but uh for some of us that uh fought next to some to to a few of them it's a a reminder of of who we lost it's not necessarily for the soldiers is it i mean for the soldiers to think about it's for the the soldiers loved ones when they're remembering who they lost and i guess a soldier can lose people too but they definitely do. I, I get. Um, how do I say that? I'm trying to figure out exactly what, where you're coming from. I, I know it. I mean, we're sitting there talking about Memorial Day starting you know, sometime around the Civil War, you know, after the Civil War, and people are going out to the graveyards and being around their loved ones, their, the soldiers that have died. So that's the intention of it. It wasn't a soldier thing that started, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's to remember that your fallen the fallen heroes that uh, sacrificed everything for America. What are you gonna do tomorrow? I'm gonna go to the the Veterans Memorial, and I think that's at eleven. Probably go back to the VFW, the American Legion, and then go up to Chino Lakes for a barbecue with Team Red, White, and Blue, and probably call it a day after that. You're involved with many Alaskan veteran organizations. You just mentioned, uh, well, two of them that I caught, VFW and what, Alaska Red, White, and Blue? Or is it just Red, White, and Blue? It's uh, Team Red, White, and Blue. Team Red, White, and Blue. Is that just Alaskan or? No, that's a, that's the national, it's an international organization for U.S. veterans. It's uh I'm going to say international because we have a chapter in like China and uh, Japan and um, in Germany, a couple chapters in Germany. It's like a camaraderie activity, like physical activities type of nonprofit. Like you get people out and engaged. And um, yeah, it's uh, one of the big organizations that uh, I really like being a part of. I was the veterans outreach director for the chapter in Fairbanks for the three years is it a community service kind of organization patriotic kind of thing yeah yeah pretty much their motto is enriching the lives of veterans and they do everything from thursday beer runs at hoodoo uh, to community service they were out at virtual cemetery cleaning uh, putting down flags yesterday they have coffee talks on Sunday mornings and like yoga classes and stuff like that. A lot of, a lot of running, a lot, a lot of physical activity. 
just uh, staying involved and staying with each other, right? Yeah, yeah, they're they're family. You know what I mean? It's I've known the chapter captain and all the officers in the chapter in Fairbanks for going on four years, and they're just great people. Well, that's Team Red, White, and Blue. What's going on with the VFW here in Fairbanks? VFW had their or they have their have their poppy drive going on right now. So, so the Buddy Poppy program is a fundraiser to support vet, the veterans that actually make the poppies. Are, are you familiar with the poppy flower uh, that the VFW yeah, out? It's just a, a red, kind of like fake flower. <laughs> it's a fundraiser to pay for the children's home, the, veter, the VFW children's home in Michigan local veteran services to pay for the, the job training or the, uh, they have disabled veterans that are, aren't able to leave the veterans hospitals, make these, these poppy flowers and they get compensated for it. And our donations go back to paying them for, for working the, uh, the line pretty much. Just keeping people active, right? Just not having, giving people purpose. Yeah, absolutely. It's a good program. They've been doing it for a long time. Uh, the VFW. I mean, it's, they've been doing the poppy, poppy program for I think since World War II. I should know this. Uh, um, I was staring at the the brochure yesterday, trying to memorize the, the song that they have. I don't know why. I guess I was just standing around. But <laughs> um, yeah. Flanders fields the poppies blow between the crosses, row on row. That mark our place and in the sky the larks still bravely singing fly, scarce heard amid the guns below. We are the dead. Short days ago we lived, felt dawn, saw sunset glow, loved and were loved. And now we lie in Flanders' fields. Take up our quarrel with the foe. To you from failing hands we throw the torch. Be yours to hold it high. 
If ye break faith with us who die, we shall not sleep, though poppies grow in Flanders fields. Take up your quarrel with the mentioned the, the American Legion. The American Legion is doing a, an all-day pretty much bounce around of, to events or ceremonies throughout the day and has, I think, breakfast, lunch, and dinner at the at Post 57 tomorrow on uh, South Coachman. Yeah, so it, it, it just seems like the theme is keeping veterans involved in things, and that seems to be a big part of what you're doing, what your life has been right you're you're not disappearing you're staying oh yeah staying no, out no. in the open with people and yeah yeah no, absolutely the, that's the only thing that really helps me keep my head above water is just keep keeping on uh trying to better these veterans organizations because we need them i mean we're we're one of the only states alaska is one of the only states without a va hospital I have to get flown down for an evaluation on uh, next Monday to Anchorage because they don't have anybody up here to do a, a routine evaluation. Mm. Is it just a cost factor? It does because we don't have anybody up here to do it. We don't have enough, there's not enough psychologists. I, I don't think there. I think there might be one psychiatrist up here. Uh, that's on Wainwright. We have a VA clinic on, like an outpatient clinic on Wainwright, and that's pretty much it. We did have a agreement with Chief Andrew Isaac's uh, Native Hospital, but uh, and they were leasing part of the building to us, one of the, a small portion of it. I just heard the other day that they canceled that. We're pretty much pushed back into or pushed into the, the Native uh, healthcare program at, at Andrew Isaac's. So it's significantly lengthened the wait time to see your doctor, and you got all and they all got new doctors. Is it the um, the need is overwhelming? There's a lot of people that need this. Oh. That's what's happening now. Yeah, well, so Alaska. Try to bring up these numbers right now. Alaska is a, has the highest per capita veteran population in the United States. I believe. It's the last study that came out so that we had 13.5% the population of Alaska is our veterans. So that's a, that's a huge number. Over one in 10 people that you walk by in Fred Myers is a veteran. Not like that in the rest of the United States. Why do you think there's a lot of veterans in Alaska? Or the density? We are a strategic jump off point for 
the other side of the world, on this side of the world, China, Russia, it's all, the Cold War really brought a lot of, uh, a lot of military bases up here. We have the, we have HARP, we have the missile defense headquarters is up here. I believe it's the headquarters, but there's a a big missile defense base up here, along with a huge army base down in, in Anchorage and Isleson and Wainwright up here. It's a mil- it's a military state. So people coming up here to be in the military and then just loving Alaska and retiring and staying here, and, right? Yeah, yeah. Or just yeah. I mean, it's it, it, there's several things that either keep or bring veterans here. And it's besides having been stationed up here, people look at it as a a, a much freer place than most are in the in the United States. You're pretty much left alone if you want to be left alone. People are self-reliant. I think that's something that a lot of veterans appreciate. And you know, it's just, uh, it's wel- I think it's welcoming to veterans, uh, the entire state. There's a lot of stuff to do, and it's beautiful. What we were just talking about earlier, we were talking about all these organizations that are helping veterans. And it seems like it's very important for veterans to be involved with other veterans and then people coming to Alaska to escape other people. Is it escape from everyone or civilians? No, I, I think it's not necessarily escape. I think more along the lines of being able to choose how many people you're around or who you're interacting with. or it, like Unlike the, the bigger cities, like uh, growing up in Philadelphia, I'd see more people driving past me than I, in one morning, than I see in two weeks in, in Fairbanks. Just space, right? Space to think and not have so many decisions happening. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you really get to choose. Like, you're not waiting on traffic. There's no traffic. There, people aren't really that angry here. Um, I always say I, I stay up here because of the people. I mean, there's so many other difficult things that that you have to deal with in life. Uh, having to deal with uh, angry people on top of it is not something that I particularly like doing. I think it wears on you. So coming from Philly, there are a lot of uh, loud, uh, inconsiderate people uh, compared to Alaska. Maybe it's just because there's more. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, the more decisions, more conflict, more people getting in your space and way and causing new problems here just there's not a lot of that people aren't crossing each other's paths so much no no i i ran off the side of the road like twice the first uh first winter i was here and i felt like before i even got out of the truck to see how see how fucked i was there are people are there are people already out with the with toe straps ready to pull me so you don't have that in Philly or New York. You'll get you get flipped off and and get out cursed of the way. at. You know? Yeah, <laughs> trying to drive here, but yeah. So I think it's, it's a lot. It's a lot calmer. I mean, it's a there. It's Alaska time. You know, I'm not one to be punctual, so <laughs> it's good for me. <laughs> Dab Lab AK. Winner of Cannabis Classic 2017, Alaska's best glass shop. And there's no doubt as to why. 
high quality American-made glass, none of this cheap import stuff. With the best CBD and accessories available on the market, all in a comfortable, professional setting with competitive prices. Support local, College Road, Fairbanks. I'm gonna let my buddy Alaska Red tell you. For the highest quality glass that you're gonna find in Alaska, head on down to my buddy's shop, Dab Lab AK, 3410 College Road. That's Dab Lab AK, 3410 College Road, Fairbanks, Alaska. 10 to 9, Sunday through Thursday, open till 11, Friday to Saturday. For all your cannabis accessory needs, Dab Lab AK. Backtrack provided by Alaska Red, Lyrical Sticker. Chena Cannabis, North Pole Cannabis Dispensary, 1725 Richardson Highway, between North Pole and Fairbanks, right before the Badger Road exit. You're gonna love this place. Convenient access right off the highway. Special in-house strains, fine flower strains, chocolate, sourdough, blue kush, big smooth, purple OG kush, fruity pebbles, mmm, concentrates, by good cannabis, good titrations, Edibles by AK Frost and the Good Cannabis Gummies. Head on over to Chena Cannabis. Check out the full menu on leafly.com. Open Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. Sunday, noon till 6. You don't have to drive all the way to Fairbanks for your cannabis needs. Save your time. Get your quality cannabis at Chena Cannabis. Your North Pole Cannabis Dispensary. Chena Cannabis. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under its influence. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. For use only by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children. Marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. What else is going on with veterans in Alaska? Uh, uh, there's a lot of stuff going on right now. So we've been working on the veterans court for a little while now. We have the team together. We've had the team together for a little, for probably six months, which I, I pretty much gave up on trying to start a veterans court in Fairbanks. What is a veterans court? So a veterans court is a therapeutic diversionary court that is in place to instead of incarcerating a veteran, put him through, put him or her through uh, treatment and keep an eye on him a lot closer than a regular court would. I, I went through it. I'm actually a graduate of Philadelphia Veterans Court. I got uh, picked up one time. <laughs> I'm sure I told you about it, but I got, I got charges in Philadelphia and got sent to, they asked me during, during me getting booked, if I was a veteran, I was like, yeah, Marine Corps veteran. And a week later, I got a letter in the mail saying that I to report to Veterans Court in Philadelphia. And I went in. There were was a room full of veterans, a room and a, a room full of resource veterans resources. So what happens with Veterans Court is you get a veteran gets charged as long as they're not. It isn't like. A, like a hard felony or if it's we typically only take people that that have been to combat or or sustained some type of service connected uh injury whether it be behavioral health or physical and 
the DA, the judge, and the public defendant or the person's lawyer come up with a contract. And mine was I had I had to I was in the court system for for nine months. I had to take group therapy, individual therapy, individual counseling for substance abuse and uh, PTSD, make all my appointments. And at that point, with my treatments, I was probably going to 10 doctors a week, give or take maybe eight on, on a weekly basis. I had to drive down to Philadelphia Police, or Philadelphia Police, Philadelphia Veterans Hospital six days a week to get uh, my little cup of methadone for for about nine months so so it was it was about an hour and a half drive each each way <laughs> so you gotta go you got you gotta go to the your treatment you gotta set up a uh mentor or you gotta set up with a peer mentor which i firmly believe is the most important thing to have when you're going through the, the any type of substance abuse recovery or low times in your life most most of the reason for abuse, substance abuse is because you don't have a good support structure you don't have purpose you don't have a stable living situation if you don't have majority of those things in place and you're getting fed a bunch of bunch of medications you're probably going to start relying on them <laughs> so the veterans court gives you all those things that you have to be responsible to the you're, you're responsible to the judge and the probation officer that you're you're pissing for once a week and it's just like this all-encompassing program that really helps a lot of people i think the recidivism rate of veterans court is like two percent compared to regular courts which is like i think 60, 65 to 70%. Uh, those aren't exact numbers, but it is extremely more effective than just going through the the punishment cycle of, of the court system. That, that's powerful to hear you say. For one, that Alaska using cannabis taxes to thwart people going back into jail, I wonder if some of that money could be accessed. Like for, you know, some of the tax money could come towards for veterans that way for that specific program. Yes. Yeah, so getting back to the Fairbanks Veterans Court, they've been running us through the ringer. I'm not they, sorry. The, the, well, the wellness court in Anchorage, we're trying to piggyback off of their program. And it just seems like every single thing they tell us we can't, why we can't do it, we, come up with a solution and finally this last week they were like oh well we can't come up with a hundred thousand dollars for new probation officer so we're gonna have to wait till next year i I unfortunately missed that that meeting but yeah they um first it was we don't have a judge we found a judge we need to get the da's approval he approved it immediately then we were told that there wasn't enough resources in Fairbanks, which for regular VA clients not in the system that aren't homeless or at risk of being homeless or, or high-risk patients, 
yeah, there, it, it takes a while to get your be seen by your primary care physician. But there are open homeless shelter beds specifically uh, designated for veterans. There's one place in town that has 12 beds always reserved for veterans, and they, they've told us that they don't get filled up very often. Well, I, I, that's good to hear. It's good to hear they're available, and it's good that yeah. they're not being used, yeah, no, but I'm sure they could be used, right? I'm sure people out there aren't accessing mm-hmm. them. Well, yeah, and that's one of the big downfalls with Alaska. There's no good communication with the veteran entities. I have veteran in my title eight different times. I I hold eight different seats in in Alaska and Fairbanks for veteran stuff. And I have a hard time keeping up with when ceremonies are, when town halls, or when the VA is coming up to to give... uh, training on on new programs it, it's it's crazy how not just like right out in the open i'm trying to work on that now i'm trying to have a one database of everybody that everybody can look at because we all have the same goal every organization that either nonprofit or has some type of veterans health or any type of nonprofit that's a veterans organization has the same goal which is helping the veterans bettering their lives it's the one thing that we all have in common whether one builds houses builds little houses for veterans the other takes them out on runs the other one gives them health care the other one gives them free counseling you know we're all in it for the same reason to better veterans lives to get the the veteran to find the veterans that are struggling and trying to get them back on their feet there is a Veterans Day at like uh, Pioneer Park or something like where they do that. When is do you know yeah. when that is? That is Operation Stand Down. It should be soon. I think they might. It'll be right before winter because we give out a ton of clothes and like sleeping bags and. Yeah, that's a good program. Being bringing that brings a lot of the programs together, right? That event and veterans have access to, oh, to yeah. see what's yeah. available to them. Oh yeah, we are. There's free dental checkups, free blood work. There's masseuses and acupuncturists. Every veterans organization in the in the city or in the state, even even national veterans organizations, come up for it. And that's that's the Operation Stand Down is a national thing. A lot of counties or cities ha- have it going on right now. It's really helping. Are you working with Canicare at all, with getting cannabis to vets? I've gone to two of the events, uh, the monthly events down in Wasilla. I attended the 1920s evening ball or gala or whatever at uh, I, I forget where, where it was, but it was it was yeah, an awesome event. Point. Yeah, I got a, a couple cannabis retail or a couple cannabis retails and a manufacturer and a couple cultivators to donate. To kind of care, which is right. cool. I like Rachel Lake. She's the one that runs that. Her her heart's in the right place. There are some businesses in town giving discounts to cannabis discounts to veterans. I I'm not a veteran, so I don't pay attention to them necessarily. But I hear them every once in a while. Do you know of any of the shops that give discounts to veterans? Yeah, a lot of them do. I know Good LLC does. Grass Station, all, all their stores do. I'm sure Bull does. Nature's Relief, I've heard, does. Oh, right on. 
Oh yeah, I've been there before. That's right. right. That's right in town. Yeah, I guess that's good to hear that most yeah. of them it's kind of a standard thing then. That a lot of them are just giving discounts to veterans. <clears throat> good, and we are a military town. So now that cannabis is legal here in Alaska, it's not legal federally, but they're given discounts for military veterans. Well, so you're out of the well, military at that point. Well, right? no, a, a, vet, a veteran, someone that's out already okay. out of service. Uh, you're not a veteran until you're, until you're out of the service. You're military when you're in the military, when you're still in. So they're not given military discounts. They're given veteran discounts. Yep, yep, veteran discounts. I, I don't, I think the that the flag on the the driver's license to designate that you're a veteran. I don't think they do that for for military. I they might, but I, I was never here. They never had that going on when I when I was in 2004 to 2012. That's good. There's recognition. I didn't even know that there was any at all. But I guess you get pulled over by yeah. the police and they see your license and. <laughs> It's a little, a nice little bonus for yeah. you. Uh, yeah, yeah. No. Alaska really takes care. I think they, Alaska really cares for their veterans. We have a lot of programs that are unique to to Alaska. Uh, veteran preference preference for to buy land, to buy um, uh, state-owned land parcels. I don't know if you're familiar no. with that. <clears throat> the uh, so. You get veterans preference. So if you go on like the land sales website, so there's a, a state land sales for Alaska. Veterans get a preference. They get they get the first bid, or they get the. It's set up so that veterans will be able to get top priority when attempting to buy the the state land, along with a 25 percent discount on. The land sale itself right and then va loans right yeah yeah the va loan is I mean, it's still it's still kind of, it's still like a regular uh home loan only you don't have to put uh as much down it's something sometimes i think most of the time you don't even have you don't have to put anything down for a down payment that definitely helps people get into houses easier that down payment is hard to come up with sometimes Oh, absolutely, but it also gets your your payment still a lot higher if you don't put like a quarter of it down. You know, I'm gonna take a dab nice. real quick. Interesting <laughs> myself. Are you looking to list or searching for your perfect property? Well, contact Matt Wade at Century Twenty One Gold Rush, community member for over twenty years, helping you through the real estate buying and selling process. Matt Wade, C Two One at gmail.com m-a-t-w-a-d-e-c-2-1 at gmail.com 907-978-0127 helping you through the process matt wade century 21 gold rush what do you got on? <coughs> honestly i couldn't tell you i uh i got a I just got a dab jar, and I just put all types of shit in. That's a good kind. It's, it's a mixture of all all types of stuff. I couldn't find my uh, one of my pen batteries the other day, so I broke a, a half gram uh, cartridge into it. <laughs> got to get in there, man. It keeps me. It you got to get in there. <laughs> the 
problem with veteran resources, veteran organizations not communicating is something that I'm really trying to address right now. The whole strategy of it is infiltrate as many as many organizations as possible to make sure everybody knows what's going on. I was telling one of the mayors this the other day, we have all these people doing all these things and nobody working together. We all have the same goal in mind. If we got them all together and started working side by side, we'd be able to accomplish so much more. It's, it's incredible. It's incredible how many organizations are up here doing stuff. We're really, there, there's multiple organizations doing the same thing. Yeah, everyone you know? has their pet project. Everyone wants to be, you know, the general in their own fight. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, it's all this niche. A lot of them are like niches, you know, it's like, oh, well, this organization is only for combat veterans. This organization's only for combat veterans that ride motorcycles. Oh, right. This one's only for veterans that like running or some type of activity. This one's for the families of the former service members. It's hard to keep up with. Yeah, it would be nice to have some kind of umbrella over all of those groups to have some kind of communication. Yeah, it's funny they bring that up. Um, so I got just got the position of development director for the Alaska Veterans Foundation. What my job to do is get this 54-acre 50, lot that we're, we're getting donated to us and turning it into a... I don't know. I, don't, I can't even. It, it, it's such a big project. I have I, I, no idea what we're going to call it. <laughs> but it, it's going to be the, the largest multi service veterans project in, in Alaska's history. Yeah, bring them all together. Bring them together. Yeah. So, I mean, it's. Uh, I'm really excited about it. I've walked the property. It's beautiful. It's out by uh, Tina Lakes down mm -hmm. North Pole. Very nice. Yeah, yeah, it's got a 17-acre lake on it. We're trying to partner up with or UAF's agriculture program has uh, voiced their interest in, in working with us. We're trying to put a bunch of greenhouses on there, temporary housing for veterans, a couple office buildings for veterans for, uh, organizations and resources. Boy Scouts will be on there uh, on the other side of the lake. And finally, a retirement home for veterans. Oh, that's good to hear, too. So, give it a place for people to be. Yeah, yeah, it's a good location. We're trying to gonna be doing occupational help, career development, teaching them skills, teaching veterans that want to learn skills, the skills, trying to get them into college if that's what they want to do or just give them a safe place to stay until they get back on their feet and uh, provide them with every opportunity to succeed huge undertaking there pearson it's awesome that's it's big monumental yeah well, building something yeah yeah i um yeah i was, I was pretty as soon as they laid the, the the project out in front of me i was like holy shit <laughs> like there's, I don't know, like whoa, I got you. Got to give me a couple of days to to think if this is even feasible. And we went out to the, the project site with the owners of the property, and it was beautiful. 
I was like, yep, we got this. <laughs> so we're start, I'm starting a really big fundraising campaign very soon. And right here in our backyard, right here in North Pole, Alaska. Some yep. of these big projects always, you know, happen somewhere else. It's good to hear it's happening here. Yeah, and it's, it's I get why it hasn't, but the way that this, the way that this is going to be set up, it uh, I've been really concentrating on looking at like the North Pole, like what the North Pole uh, projections are for just pretty much survival, <laughs> you know, the uh, yearly projections. And one of the big things was uh, a reason besides tourism to get more people into the area. Project will bring money from outside of Alaska from several national organizations that have seemed to be interested in getting designated spots around the lake for retreats and stuff like that. I've talked to a couple of the, the organizations and on the East Coast, and they, they seemed excited about something like that. What's this project called? Right now, it's uh, Hanson Village. That's what the... Hanson Village. Yeah, the organization has, have, has had so far. I, I want to keep Hanson in it. Pretty much, I have to. There's no way around it. Um, or we do. Because the people that are donating the land to us are their last names, uh, Jerry and Susan Hansen. So I want them to be recognized for, for doing this because it's incredible. I mean, that right. property is millions and millions of dollars. Or not millions and millions. I think it's like four four million or something like that. But it's a, it's it's way out of our budget here. <laughs> They're donating it with just wanting to be a part of it. So I figured it's the least we could do. Recognize them with the with the name. So yeah, no doubt. How do if people want to get involved and help out? How do they get in touch with you, Pearson? I'll be throwing a bunch of stuff out, but you can get a hold of me by email, Pearson. P-E-A-R-S-O-N at chosenak.com. I'll get back to you. All right. Well, Pearson, um, I, I definitely wanted to thank you for your service. You give me the opportunity to muddle around and have my own decisions through life while, you know, uh, militaries fighting off in Iraq and Afghanistan doing those things while I can go to school and do my thing. So I, thank you for that. I, definitely appreciate that and yeah, no problem thank you uh for getting it out there i um we're we're really in a lot of need to to get the word to to be able to put our foot down because there's people dying every day just from stuff that could be easily treated especially behavioral health stuff right i think i think there's coming a time my father's a veteran. My brother's a veteran. We're coming to generations where they don't know veterans anymore, right? It's going to get to that point. We're not. In... Um, <laughs> I don't know a lot of my contemporary. Well, that's not true because I know you. You know, I'm sitting here saying I don't know a lot of my contemporary friends that are, but yeah. I just don't. I don't think of big wars, but we've been in this war for war and terror for 20 years now, right? Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, it's it's normal. It's normal for us to be at war. The majority of the people uh, that are under 21 have only realized war the, their entire life, like just you know, on the news, not being a part of it, which, yeah, I don't want to get into wars right now. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm glad it's happening somewhere else. I'm glad we were, we have veterans that fought to keep, keep our liberty and keep our freedom and let America continue as this great experiment that we have. Flying down from Nova Scotia today, I was looking at the country as I always do. And there was something wrong. There were no shell holes. There were no bomb craters. The bridges were all in. The houses still had roofs. The marshaling yards where you collect freight trains didn't look like junk, junk heaps. It's all wrong. And it occurred to me how very fortunate you are that through our blood and your bonds, we crushed the Germans before he got here. We have it because of our military gives us the protection. So thank you, Pearson, for coming on. Thank you for being who you are. Thanks, man. I really appreciate it. I'll talk to you soon. on Far North Tokers. You can find more episodes of this time capsule of Alaskan cannabis on SoundCloud and iTunes. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Send questions and comments to midtoker at farnorthtokers.com. M-I-D-T-O-K-E-R at farnorthtokers.com. Here's Token. Here's Token.